Okay, that was our guest in the background humming along, but we'll introduce him later. Um, This is Monica Gristopa, and I want to welcome you to a special edition of SDB in the Spotlight. Today, we have as our guest, Tony Bosco, Director of Instructional Leadership and Equity for the School District of Beloit. And I'm your co-host for today's episode, Maria Acevedo. Welcome to the program, Tony. It's great to be here, and I apologize about jamming up the intro, <laughs> but once a purple night, always a purple night. So yes, and that's apologies. actually, if the listeners don't know, that's actually our jazz band playing. That is awesome. That's our our, our uh, alma mater going in the background there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good that people know that. So Tony's here today to help us feature our upcoming second annual Stateline Area Multicultural Hispanic Heritage Celebration. Stop. Who named that thing? That is Um, about 15 syllables too long. (laughs) And and honestly, that name has, it took multiple iterations to get it down to that. Because we're trying, right, we're trying to um, kind of mesh with the National Hispanic Heritage uh, Month themes that come out of an organization out of D.C. And so to make it you know, state lineable. That's what we came up with. So oh, very good. But before we get to all that awesome information about the event this weekend, can you tell us a little bit about your career with the school district of Beloit? Sure. Um, I returned to the school district of Beloit as a professional educator in 2002. So this is my 22nd year um, in the school district of Beloit, my 27th year overall in education. Um, I started back in 2002 as a teacher at Bloatmore High School, home of the Purple Knights, and a football coach. Um, and then, as many say, I turn, took a turn, went to the dark side, and went into administration. Um, and had the, a great opportunities all throughout my career here in Beloit yeah. to be a dean of students and assistant principal. Um, and then finally, principal at uh, McNeil Intermediate School, home of the Lancers. And, and who then, was a student at McNeil uh, when you were principal? Your co-host may have been <laughs> a student was. back in the day. And there were many of those uh, walking around. I was just telling Esther Bruno, I'm never, or Esther Sherrod. Yeah. I'm going to have a hard time calling her Esther Sherrod because yeah. I know her as Esther Bruno. And that's, a, that's something else that's super exciting and fun about being here for as long as I have. So. Do you remember him, Maria? I do. Okay. I do, Mr. Bosco, yes. Is he intimidating now to sit across the table like this? It's just different, but... It- <laughs> We get we get through it. I've been here for four years yeah. now, so and, yeah. and I try to steal her every year to come into uh, the dual language immersion program, but nope. I don't think I'll ever get to get her to come over to that mm-hmm. side of the table. How so. when you have opportunities like this? To I know, right? Who would who would want to ch- you know <laughs> you know move out of this you know opportunity? Absolutely. So, can you share with us um, what you enjoyed most about working in the school district of Beloit? And then, are there any career highlights that you'd like to share with us? I think, you know, over the course of 22 years, it's been really, really fun um, coming back to a place that was so important to my upbringing. Um, my family and I didn't move here until I was 10 from uh, Chicago. So in the early 80s, um, attending McNeil Elementary, Gaston Elementary, Lincoln McNeil, and then high school. Um, it's really been great to kind of give back over the course of my career here in town. Um, for all the wonderful people that had an influence and a part in my life. Um, I think that's really something that I've enjoyed the most about working in Beloit is um, knowing the people in the community, but then getting to know them even more deeply and and, um, more intimately, I think, in serving in a different way has really been the highlight of the last 22 years for me. Um, You know, I do things outside the school district. I'm on a couple of boards and do some other things. And I think that's something that's very unique about Beloit is there are a lot of um, folks in this town that give of their gifts, talents, time, treasures. And that's something that 
um, really warms my heart and has, has been a, just a model for me through my entire life. And it's something I tried to model for my own children. Um, the other thing as far as working in the school district, um, you know, purple, it's all about purple. It's all about us being one Beloit. And I've been at Converse and all the elementary schools, and I get so excited talking to the, to the littles about, are you going to be a purple knight someday? I'm going to be a purple knight. I can't. My brother's a purple knight. I'm, and it's just so exciting. I'm getting goosebumps right now just talking about it. And the idea that um, from the very youngest ages, we get students excited about what it means to be a part of our school system. Um, because that's the the nature of the fabric of our community. It really is uh, a part of who we are, being from Beloit, being one Beloit, really is important to all of us who live here and work here and recreate here and all that kind of stuff, learn here. Well, I'm going to um, blow a little secret out of it, talking a uh, secret out to our <laughs> listeners. Um, last week, Dr. Garrison pulled all 500 in kindergarten students. We all went to Jacobson Field. And we took a picture, oh, and the awesome. kids were so enamored because we used a, a drone to get up high uh, so we could see them all. We gave all these five-year-olds pom-poms, and they were cheering on, and they're the class of 20... 36. 36. Gosh, I'll be on a beach when they yeah, graduate. That, yeah. um, enjoying the sunshine and relaxation. But to your point, they were so excited to be there cheering on and there were little ones there who then a gym class came out and they were walking around the track and one of the kids saw his older brother and he wants to be out there someday what you talked about is absolutely true about the students and the staff who work and go to school in our district and i think that's one of the things i appreciate about dr garrison's one beloit is you know for every single staff member regardless of role or function, school district Beloit, level, um, grade band, whatever it is, um, to be able to, to give voice to that and help our student body and our mm-hmm. community overall um, feel excited about the school system that we're building mm-hmm. um, and um, the sense of belonging that we're creating for all kids, all families here in town uh, is really incredible. And that's that kind of spirit is unique to this community. So I'm, I'm really proud to be a proud of that or proud to be a part of that. Well, you've mentioned community, the word community a couple times now. So this is a great opportunity for us to talk about this community event coming up on Saturday. You're really helping to coordinate our second annual, I'm going to say it all in one sentence, Mm -hmm. state, line, area, multicultural, Hispanic heritage celebration. So let's talk about it. When is it? Where is it? And what can people expect? Okay, it's it is the second annual, which is awesome. We didn't really know what to expect last year with the first annual. You never know what you're gonna what you're gonna get, and um, it's going to be this Saturday from eleven to four at Riverside Park, and, and that is September twenty third. Twenty third, two days after my birthday, by the way. Ooh, very um, good. Anyways. Um, but it's a a free event community as welcome all the community, the entire community. And we have, um, well over 25 community partners that will be there. Everyone from, um, youth to youth, Beloit public library, city of Beloit, Beloit fire police, um, rock honey, uh, human services, um, different agencies and business partners, um, that have, um, committed to be a part of this. And we also have, um, live music. We have a DJ, DJ shocker. Um, have we'll you heard of Maria? I have not. He's, but I heard he's him. all the rage, apparently. Is he really? Yes, all he, right. Um, and then we Luca, also have, have you heard of him? Huh? Lucas says no. Uh, okay. And then we also have Los Dos Six O Eight. That's another local band that's very popular. They performed for us last year. Um, in addition to that, 
Um, so we'll have the music performances. We have even start dancers doing a couple of dance performances. And then something that's kind of cool that we started last year, we have a student art showcase and a student essay contest. And those um, are both, we were, I were just in the uh, training lab helping the bilingual homeschool liaisons do the judging on the art, which is fabulous. Oh, great. And, and just really seeing, and I mean, we were on a pretty tight timeline because you think we've only, this is the third week of school. Mm-hmm. And the work that students produced in not even three full weeks of school will just absolutely blow your mind. In the, in the, All the time, grade levels are Yes, have we have age? elementary, middle, and high school. Really? And, the quality, and there are students? There are students. Wow. There are local Beloit artists in residence, yeah. starting all the way down <laughs> at, you know, our youngest, oh. um, all the way up to 12th grade. And the the my favorite, I hope it wins, but we'll see. Um, they're in there judging right now. I <laughs> it's killing you sitting room. here. It is, I can tell is, you but, want to get but back But the, re- the big reveal will be Saturday. Yeah. Um, and then we also have the essay contest. And the essay, I just want to read the prompts for the essay yeah. contest. Go because for it. Um, the theme this year really talks about um, the ability of the Latino community to leverage itself for gain and um, change in American society and culture. And the prompts are as follows. Um, these are both based on, um, you know, what these quotes mean to you. In the end, the American dream is not a sprint or even a marathon, but a relay. Our families don't always cross the finish line in the span of one generation. But each generation passes on to the next, the fruit of their labor. So what does that quote mean to you in relation to Hispanic Heritage Month? And then the second prompt is your individuality is important, but so is belonging. Recognize the parts of your culture that have shaped your past and the parts you want to carry with you into the future. So these two quotes are are the inspiration for the essays. And the essays last year made all of us cry. They were just, and you've heard them, you you saw the the, the authors of those. Um, and they just really put their heart and soul in their their entire life experience into that. And that's what real authors do, right? So I think the thing that um, is again, special about this opportunity is we're not show, we're showcasing our partners in the community, but we're showcasing our students as well. And that's something that's really, really cool. Um, for all students in the school district and our Latino community in particular during Hispanic Heritage Month. And again, the event is this Saturday, September 23rd, 11 to Riverside 4. Park, yep. 11 to 4. Marie and I are going to be there. So, Tony, I just want to ask you a quick question. What does um, this celebration mean to you and the month-long celebration of Hispanic culture it's it's very interesting because um as a latino who doesn't look like a latino sometimes you know my mom is puerto rican she was adopted into a mexican family from puerto rico into chicago and so i grew up my whole life kind of living in that puerto rican mexican kind of culture um when we visited family and family came to visit us and um but i didn't learn spanish from my mom and my mom you know as as a student when she came to chicago English as a second language in the 50s didn't really exist. And so the whole idea of honoring language and the beauty of language as something that is an asset um, and that culture and the cultures that other languages bring with them um, are assets. I think that's something that our community, our community and our country really needs to learn. The United States is the least bilingual country of just about any country in the whole world. Mm -hmm. And um, there are a lot of different languages spoken in the United States, but there are not a lot of folks that speak more than one language. And I think Mm -hmm. that's something that we as a community have really dedicated ourselves to cultivating and honoring. And um, I think our dual language program and the things that we offer um, 
to to honor language and, and develop language is something that's unique um, in in this community, in the state line community, and really in Rock County. Um, so that's that's a huge benefit to us and to our families and to our business community. Even um, the other thing is, you know, it's it's one of those things where when you get to know families and students over the years and the stories um, of of you know. Um, growth and opportunity that that folks come to Beloit to pursue Mm -hmm. being able to help them in those journeys is is something that's really it's empowering but it's also fulfilling and so um I think that's what this event means is just our community coming together to really honor you know all of the work um all of the time effort energy and the the contributions that all of our cultures in Beloit um you know add to to the you know, our community every single day. So not just Hispanic Heritage Month, but every single day. Well, I know Marie and I are going to be there, and we're actually looking forward to the food, music, seeing the artwork. So we really invite all of our listeners to really come out and um, have a wonderful Saturday morning to afternoon. Yeah, it'll be great. The weather's going to be wonderful. It's going to be a fantastic fall Saturday. Do you want to give a shout out to anybody that helped coordinate this? There are so many people, but I think that's a great um, reminder, Maria, that, you know, LULAC, Legal United Latin American Citizens Chapter 338 and the School is really partner to plan this um, event together. And just a huge shout out to Crystal Silva, Tulio Duran, um, Mercedes Rivera Montes, Ariana Bruno, or Ariana, yes, Bruno, mm-hmm. um, Mercedes, who am I forgetting? Uh, Michelle Loyo and uh, Jennifer Silva. Jennifer Silva. Um, those are our bilingual homeschool liaisons, and they have been working tirelessly on this event since last spring, really. Um, and then just all our community partners, again, for coming out on a Saturday to support and be a part of this recognition um, for the Latino community. And again, just a reason to celebrate as one Beloit is is super exciting. Very good. Well, thank you, um, Tony. We hope this podcast helps to share all the good things that are going to be taking place on Saturday. So is there a question that you had wished we had asked you, but didn't? And if there is a question... How are, how are you going to answer it? Not to put you on the spot, but we're going to do it. It's like, like it. I'm doing all the work on this podcast, you guys. <laughs> I, don't get, I don't get this. Um, you know, one thing that I didn't think about is, like, when we talk about our students in the school district, Beloit, and kind of the, you know, the one Beloit experience and being a student in the school district, but what can the community do, you know, to help these, our, our kids, um, you know, and it's kind of cliche to say this, they're our future and all, but they really are. Mm-hmm. You know, I look to, you know, I'm going to be older than I am today, tomorrow, and I'm not getting any younger. And so at some point, these kids are going to be the leaders in the future of this community. And when we look at what our community can do to support them, I think supporting education is very important. And that is, it starts all the way at home from the first day we bring our babies home. Um, and, and creating rich text environments at home and reading with our kids and spending time in books and just talking to them about the world every single day and just rich language experiences as their brains develop. I think that's really critical. But once they get into school, um, to just really be engaged as long as you can in whatever way you can. Because I know, I mean, I've raised two kids. My beautiful daughters both came through the Home of the Pearl Knights and are proud alumni. Um you know, but just being um, sharing the experiences with our students and being with them through the journey. And sometimes, um, you know, it is it does take a community um, to engage our students. And, and sometimes, um, 
you know, really looking to teachers or coaches or even employers, people they work with, you know, outside of school to really positively influence um, their lives and make a difference and mentor and just be there to listen. Um, I think that's something that I wish you guys would have asked me, but I answered it. So we're good. We're oh, good. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, you podcast leader today. <laughs> I add that to my other duties as assigned, or is that go on my business card as podcaster? Uh, we'll put that on your business card. There you card. go. Perfect. Um, can you share with us, this is a question we like to ask a lot of our guests, um, a teacher who made a difference in your life? You know, I, I had a hard time with this because I didn't want to call out Mr. Bill Ribick, who was my sixth grade teacher at Gaston Elementary School, who I also happened to go to Our Savior's Lutheran Church with. Um <laughs> But he, he we was. We should have a little uh, bell when yeah, people right. do like uh, endorsement. Yeah. So we <laughs> right. know. No, that, yeah. yeah, that was okay. um, uh, services at. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, no, and, and Mr. Ribic was fantastic as a as a sixth grade teacher. He was, you know, Mr. Bosco might have had a little knucklehead in him when he was younger. Mm-hmm. and But Mr. Ribic really um, showed me the value of, of being a good reader and working hard in class and, and that he wasn't going to lower his expectations because he knew I. I was, you know, a pretty smart kid. And then after that, um, really all of my language teachers, my English teachers and Judy Leckel, who is my Spanish teacher at Baltimore High School, home of the Purple Knights, um, <laughs> she really opened language to me on the Spanish side and something that I was interested in just because of my upbringing, but I never had, you know, any language education until ninth grade. Um, and Ms. Luckout was just very kind and wonderful and patient and funny and weird, you know, all those things that you kind of, you know, like in a teacher um, and, and help you connect. And then my English teachers are great, just the power of words and, and how, you know, language just opens so many doors, you know, not just opportunity doors, but just the world, just understanding the world and the importance of language and doing that. Thank you for sharing that. We just like to highlight and give some kudos to some good teachers Absolutely. out there. Um, so before we conclude again, can you share with our listeners one more time the details of the event on Saturday? Yes. So this Saturday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Riverside Park here in um, Beloit, we will have um, our state line community multicultural Hispanic heritage um, celebration. And we will have live entertainment. Um, we will have student um, essay contest, um, essay recitals. Um, we'll have live dancing. There's all kinds of food. 25 to 30 community partners um, and just again an opportunity to celebrate and, and enjoy family time you know learning about um, the various cultures that exist here in Beloit, Wisconsin. Oh, thanks, Tony. See, didn't this go by fast? It was, when were we going to do the next one? I, I, might, I might have to. Yeah, this was enjoyable. He's I appreciate sign you up guys again. doing this. We got Absolutely. that. Well, very good. I know that Marie and I will be at your event on Saturday, and we hope that our listeners will attend too. We will be back on the air on Friday with a new SDB in the Spotlight pack, podcast. So join us wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you, listeners. This podcast was brought to you by the School District of Beloit. I'm Luca Kovac, a PACME senior at Beloit Memorial High School and podcast producer. Thank you for joining us and tune in next week for another episode of SDB in the Spotlight.